guys. Welcome to the Nixus podcast. Uh, I don't need an introduction anymore. I'm not doing it. <laughs> but I am introducing Lil Rising. I have Alan and Taryn with me. What's up, guys? Hi, how are you? I'm good. Good to have you guys here. And let's go in. As I said, anger overdose. Always there. <laughs> so um, Lilith Rising, front uh, fronted band from Gastonia, Charlotte area here in North Carolina, right? Yeah. What kind of music do you guys say that you're doing? Um, metal. <laughs> uh, those are one of the things that I don't know exactly what box we fit in, but we do things. Uh, the easiest way to say it, progressive metal symphonic metal um and then i always be like it's ambient it's melodic um so the the biggest thing and i think alan said this another one is saying symphonic metal oh you know pointing towards other bands that we like we don't really want to be exactly like those bands (laughs) but we're drawing influences from them so yeah i'd say progressive symphonic metal what's up matt uh, we, we, we never want to copy another band, but we always have influences. That That's what yeah. I tell people. It's, yeah. you know, like when I say, oh, who inspired you? Like what bands? I know that it's not a carbon copy. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, Nightwish is a big, uh, a big band in your, in your genre, subgenre. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. It, it, we're not in the black metal today. <laughs> <laughs> Nightwish is actually the my longest love of my life um, because I fell in love with them when I was 15. And I don't know if it was meant as a compliment, but somebody said that Dear Lilith sounds like soft Nightwish. And I'm like, I'll take that. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. You take that. Uh, I, I can see what they mean by it. I well, We're going to play some of your songs later, so everybody's going to be able to uh, to hear yeah. I've been surprised that, that they, they haven't heard you yet, but if they haven't, we'll be able to talk a little bit about the songs. And We're, we're gathering the people little by little. <laughs> it is what we do, right? The, yeah. Every interview, every new song, every post, every we're reaching more and more people. Exactly. Um, we started in January and we're growing very fast. Um, but that's all thanks to you guys, all the bands, all the that are coming here and talking with me. If you guys wouldn't be here, I'd be talking to myself and that would be kind of Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, it would be boring. <laughs> <laughs> How was music introduced to you guys? Sarah? Um, so, I mean, music overall, like my introduced to, to actually like going into music or How, how'd you get uh, the, the, the wanting to get into music? Like what? what... You know, is it a Nightwish song and you were like, well, that's it, I'm I'm doing this? I think I've known what I wanted to do since I was like five years old, and it was to be an interior designer rock star. And uh, lots of people don't know I am an interior designer. I just work <laughs> in corporate d- design now, and uh, I guess I'm also a rock star. So I've always wanted to sing. I've always been a big ham for that. And uh, when I actually started getting into bands, I was like 15 16 years old and I think originally I wanted to be like no doubt um and then I found Nightwish and I wanted to do stuff that was more in that realm Nightwish Evanescence those kind of things seeing a band that was woman fronted in general seeing as you grow up in a lot of male fronted bands was the thing that kind of was like oh they can do it I can do it you know (laughs) 
Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. And the women influence band came more and more as as we grew, right? Because with yeah. the, with the names you're throwing out there, I figure we're around the same age. So yeah. yes, when we were growing up, it was more Pet Benatar, Pat Benatar, yeah. Stevie Nicks, but nobody was really like Evanescence. I think Evanescence is the first one where I went like, wow, we can do that. Yeah. <laughs> I think um, seeing No Doubt on stage was one of the because that's one of the first like bands that I fell in love with too, and seeing No Doubt on stage and the power that Gwen Stefani had back then was just it overtook me <laughs> um but then once i found nightwish i was like i'm not going back <laughs> like i want to keep i want to do what all these other people are doing but different obviously but yeah so of course the nightwish <laughs> question yeah annette floor or tarja floor <laughs> i'm going to say that they all have great qualities i'm in love with floor um but Tarja is the one, Taria, how you say your name, is uh, the one I fell in love with first. So um, it's kind of like when you break up with someone, but it's amicable. <laughs> like I still love them with my full heart. And Annette, she brought a different thing. She brought story time. She brought Imaginarium. So without her, Imaginarium wouldn't exist, right? Um, True. But yeah. Obviously, Floor is the current relationship, the current, you know, apple of my eye type of thing. <laughs> but they all had great qualities, so can't really pick exactly one over the Floor. other. Floor. Yeah, you can. <laughs> Alan can. Well, I mean, it's, it, for me, it was, uh, of course, I, I knew him from early on when uh, Taria was fronting the band. But when Floor came on board, uh, I've always referred to her as you, you have these vocalists that are once in a generation singers and Freddie Mercury was the last one until Floor Jansen came along. Yeah. That's just my opinion. Uh, she a is just big so, compliment to her. Big, big she is just so powerful. I hate you, Sam, bud. <laughs> and, uh, she just, I've had the privilege of seeing them a few times and she's just phenomenal. She's, saw Nightwish in Atlanta when Annette was fronting the band and they were good. They were Nightwish. They were good. Uh, they've always put on an excellent show, but seeing Floor do what she does and then especially seeing it live gives you a whole new perspective. Yeah. She is incredible. She, she really is. Uh, but well, that's, a band, that's a band that didn't die through, even though they changed their singer so many times. Yeah. It never died. They just always kept going with a new lead singer, and it's yeah. wonderful. I think Marco um, was doing a whole. I think it was both of them. It was uh, Tomas. Tomas. Uh, he was. They both were doing an interview, and they were talking about should we just like give up? You know, when uh, everything was going away. Uh, but especially when it, everything happened with Annette, uh, and they had a whole tour they had to schedule around getting a new singer. You know. Um, so they were like many times we just wanted to throw in the towel, and uh, I, I, I felt that. <laughs> uh, but it was really cool was actually seeing Taria and uh, Floor share the same stage because I saw them back in New York City right before Nightwish really like blew up here in the United States, and um, it was they were with After Forever as well, 
So that was really cool to see where Flora came from and where she is now. Absolutely. She is such a, an incredible singer. And yeah. what a show. I haven't had a chance to see her live, but I mean, I've seen many live performance videos. Yeah. What about you, Alan? Who gave you the, the oomph to want to start this? Uh, well, let me go ahead and preface this by saying that I am the elder statesman in the band. I'm the oldest one. <laughs> uh, Music my, has no age, so. My, my father could play pretty much any instrument but drums. And early on, after he passed away, uh, I decided I was going to take up bass because he could really play a bass. After a year and a half of working it, I could get no further than the the intro of, of uh, Smoke on the Water by Deep Purple. I could not get my fingers to work right. Took it to a pawn shop, went to trade it in, sat down behind a set of drums, and I was extremely comfortable and had no issues whatsoever from there. Very I can't, cool. I can't move my fingers the way these guitarists and bass players can, but I can beat the hell out of a set of drums. Hey, Ames. Hi, Ames. You guys know, I, I know Taryn knows Ames. She's a big supporter of you guys. She she really enjoys your music. Yeah, um, awesome. Thank you. Alan, I can't move my fingers the way they move their fingers, and I can't play drums the way you can play drums. I have zero coordination. My hands and my feet and my head, and it's too much. It's, it's way too much. Well, it's I couldn't even do it playing Guitar Hero in my living room, so forget <laughs> it. Sometimes I forget to use my head when I'm playing. <laughs> <laughs> Mechanic A says, that's right. Don't matter how old you are, if you rock, you rock. I agree with that. I've had bands lately, uh, like The Rods, like Love and War. Uh, I had the MJM. Uh, Michael was there last week, and he was telling me he was seven, like he's 70 years old. And he's still rocking, and he's still like going on those stages. Nope. Yeah. Nope, no age. You do it till you die. Yeah. Anger overdose says no coordination doesn't <laughs> stop me. <laughs> Nor does it me. <laughs> well, I would say I have coordination, but I keep, uh, I, when I get a little bit too into the music, I start to trip over things. And this is the reason why I have a wireless mic is because... <laughs> Uh, I've stopped myself from tripping over chords and stuff on stage. And the last one that we were looking at, I'm looking at all the chords on stage. I'm like, please stop. <laughs> like, I'm going to die. <laughs> you try to figure out, okay, do not go there. Don't go yeah. here. Okay, so I can barely, I, I can stand here, guys. That's all I yeah. can do. So now we know if ever we invite Taryn over, hide your chords. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Don't let her trip in them. No. How how did you guys come up with Lilith Rising for the name of the band? Um, so, go ahead. <laughs> you you kind of told it wrong, so I'm gonna say it right this time. Okay. Um, <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> hey, Britt. Um, so we came from a previous band um, called Winter Solstice, and Alan is actually the last original member that was left because the guitarist left and the singer left i joined winter solstice before the guitarist left and uh we had talked about like rebranding and alan will say he's like i just don't like the name and we both like the same kind of music like the symphonic stuff and we wanted to go 
in that realm. Um, I had actually written Dear Lilith prior to us changing the name. It was sent to me in my head while I was sleeping at like 3 a.m. I woke up, I had this melody in my head, uh, I had the lyrics in my head, and I just wrote it down. Um, and then when it came time to change the name, I kept throwing out things to do with Lilith because I felt like it was a very uh, powerful uh, feminine character uh, that can really drive it home. So we had several different things. Um, Alan was talking about stuff that, you know, was Latin and actually meant I love bacon and all these other things. <laughs> uh, and I love bacon too. Yeah. There was a really cool part where our previous guitarist at the time had been doing research and I told him like he went down this whole um, rabbit hole of like the mythos of Lilith and like the dark moon and you know how she's actually from she's really old in comparison to what you actually read that in the like Christian Bible versus um I think it's just really old mythology. Yeah, yeah, mythology. mythology in general, uh, yes. She's basically from the dawn of time, you know. <laughs> uh so we ended up coming to that and I can let Alan speak too. But uh we ended up coming to Lilith Rising. We were behind uh, Gator Tales in, near, in uh, South Carolina, and we were talking about the names, everything that we've been putting in the chat over the week, and we decided on Lilith Rising because it was um, both kind of metal-sounding and this, like, bold, feminine energy and powerful and... That's how we kind of came to it. It's a little bit like me, Melanie Nix. Nix is the goddess of the night in yeah. mythology. So, yes, yes. Yeah. So, I was like, Lilith Rise, I need to know the story behind the name. <laughs> <laughs> I just so, like that Dear Lilith has been basically my baby for like the past two plus years. And we just finally got it out. Like, it has gone through so many renditions. And finally got that one done thanks to our previous guitarist thomas he like got the vision down <laughs> so uh he's not with us anymore but i really really appreciate his time that he dealt with that and me and all the editing and everything that's uh for dear lilith right yeah so let's just play it right now since we're talking about it we're right cool. into it let's let everybody listen to this song it's amazing guys enjoy it
that last note. Ooh, beautiful. <laughs> so while we were listening, we have Eva Leaf that came in and said, fucking love this band, amazing people. Hi, thank you. Those guys great, are great voice. Thank you, Image of Deceit. Seven <laughs> rolls, put the fire out. <laughs> <laughs> of course, anger overdose and aims. What's up, Eva Leaf? I just had a, I just had the what, last week, the week before. I'm confused with my weeks, guys. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, I just sat down with uh, with Evil Leaf and got to talk to them. So I'm oh. I'm starting to see more and more bands from around where I am. So it's it's you know it's starting to be nice to be a little more uh, into the you know the community where we are right now. Actually. Yeah. Evil Evil Leaf is great. We uh, we became friends with them. A few months back, and uh, we played the, that quick opening part for uh, the Women of Rock, and uh, their vocalist came up on board and uh, came up on stage and did the uh, the the growls the growl. with uh, Tara yeah. on one song. Yeah, I don't know if anybody can hear it, but I actually did a growl in the background, and obviously I can't sing those at the same time. Um, yeah. That was the only thing I was unhappy with in the mix of like how he edited it. So I just told him to push it to the back. <laughs> um, so, but it gives a little bit of an eeriness underneath it. And uh, I love Evil Leaf. I got to see him for the first time in May. And then I want to just tell them that I hurt the crap out of my neck. Like it already hurts to begin with. Uh, but I was just headbanging <laughs> in the front. <laughs> Yep. I was yep. like, I heard the crap out of my neck. It's great. <laughs> you, you know you had a good night when you wake up in the morning and everything hurts. Everything yeah. hurts. I um, had a headache towards, like, after that set. I was like, oh, my head hurts. <laughs> I just, <laughs> I just thought, but I wanted, to, I wanted to keep my energy for, like, the other bands. And I, I think the last one, I had to step away and, like, go take some Advil or Talon. <laughs> Unfortunately, that happens a lot. I, I had the same thing. I was wondering if it's just me or maybe, you know... Uh, I, I'm I'm out of shape, you know. I, I, that was my first show since COVID hit. Because yeah. In Montreal, it was really locked down. Uh, yeah. We had a curfew, 8 p.m. You know, so it was really really bad. So coming down here, I was like, "Woo, free for all! Let's run around and do some stupid shit." Um, <laughs> and then we went to the show and we saw a Dying Oath. Uh, mm-hmm. We saw um, Angel Massacre, The Enemy Within and Valar Margulis, amazing bands. But by the time Angel Massacre came on, I was tapped out. I was yeah. sweated out completely. I was completely, my voice was not there anymore. I was like, guys, you guys rock, but um, I got to sit down. My body yeah. hurts. <laughs> so that's the song that you wrote in your dreams, basically. Yeah. And then- Lilith wrote it for me. <laughs> she sent you the message, yes. Yeah. And then the guys put the music together. What'd you guys do? You went with the melody and then the guitar. Well, what's funny about this one is that the guitarist that we had at the time had a song that was um, more chuggy. So I don't know if we'll ever release, you know, like the original demo of it. Um, But it was definitely more chuggy and like less in the melodic range and less of the symphony stuff. Uh, we changed guitarists after that, and um, it was Eddie and another guy at the time. Eddie was the previous keyboardist, and uh, 
they were like writing different stuff for it. Um, now I was about to rip my hair out because they were basically tearing apart my song, and all I wanted was them to add in symphonic stuff to it. <laughs> You should, and you, then should, you should try that, sitting in a studio with somebody trying to don't know how to play drums, telling you how to play them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, and then Thomas came on board, and he I was originally going to be a bassist, and that guitarist left. So he came in and um, rewrote some parts, uh, cleaned up the drums uh, and the piano, and added in a lot of the symphony stuff that you hear in that track. Uh, we can play it live without the piano, um, which when you go see us live, at least until next year, you're going to hear it without the backing track because we don't currently have a keyboardist. Um, but our new guitarist, one of our new guitarists is going to add in some like cool ambient things in the background. But it basically started as a melody mashed up with another song and then moved to what we released last year. Was that December? <laughs> Yes. I feel like it was so long ago, but just like yesterday at the same time. <laughs> yeah. And uh, we finally got it to the point where it is today. And uh, like I said, I, so it was two years because originally I had pitched the song to us when we were winter solstice. So, well, it yeah. sounds amazing. It Thank really, you. really does sound amazing. Um, let's see. I just realized I had everything is flashing on my screens and I'm, I'm not sure what's going on sorry guys I, I got distracted there see alan that's what i was saying earlier adhd brain something starts flashing i'm like oh flashing lights oh pretty exactly yeah. oh squirrel yeah i have adhd too i have musical adhd where i can't focus on just one song at a time and i think that drives the bandmates crazy no <laughs> I'm, I'm, not I'm, at all I'm the same way. And what Alan was saying earlier, too. Yeah. Somebody that doesn't play drums trying to tell somebody how to. I'm working with somebody on a music track right now, and he's like, okay, well, let me know whatever, like, what's bothering you. Let me know, and I'll change it. And I'm like, I, I, don't, I don't know how to explain it. Even Anger, Anger Overdose is trying to help me out with one of my covers. Mm -hmm. And he's like, okay, but what's bothering you? And I'm like, I Oh no! This I literally don't know. Don't know how to tell you. <laughs> I, I was literally in the booth behind the drum kit, and he steps in the booth, and literally looks at me and goes, "What the fuck is that?" Alan was seriously going to quit on us after that session. <laughs> after that guitarist didn't leave, and I told Alan, I "Was like you should tell me because I'd rather have you than them." Like. They're new. You're you're hanging around. Anger <laughs> said, "Yeah, just so you know, the the song is at 106. Everybody 106 should know BPM. the tip." <laughs> Damn it, man! <laughs> it was, but yes. we actually went in, and it should have no more. Should not have taken the time that it took, but. <laughs> I had an eight-hour block dealing with him, and the, and the sound guy, uh, the recording guy was there, and then, then he literally said, I don't want everyone, I never want him back in my studio ever again. <laughs> and I went back the next Saturday, did that one, uh, laid down the tracks to it in one take in the time limit that the song is, went back and done it again just to have extra. So the song was done in, in literally two takes after us 
nearly losing our shit the previous Saturday. Yeah. Because of his actions. And I think a lot of people that don't know how to play drums or don't know how editing goes, a lot of that stuff, even if you mess up, like you're a little bit offbeat or whatever, you can uh, just take that in editing and clean it up, resample well, it, whatever you need to do. Exactly. <laughs> what, what people don't realize is when we record those songs, we haven't been singing it for three years. We haven't, yeah. but it's, it's new to us too. So it's new yeah. to you guys. So you got to get into it. You got to, but to have somebody put pressure on you and be like, you know, no, do it this way. You're not even a drummer. Go sit down. Yeah. Uh, that's why I, I stay to my corner. I'm just, a yeah. Um, I, I don't usually let a lot of people in on my recording sessions. It's usually either Dear Lilith was recorded at home and then he sent back, he's like, hey, can you redo this again? So I redid it. And uh, Void of Us was it. I recorded that originally with Thomas in the room. And I remember there was a point of it where I felt like I was going to cry. And then towards the end, I was so sick of hearing myself sing, I just started laughing. And like, I wasn't in the mood anymore for the song. I was like, we're done. I, I can't do this song anymore. And then uh, Done With You, I started the recording at home. And then I went to our new guitarist place and recorded some stuff again. Um, and it's almost done. It's got like some tweaks that need to happen with the verses, especially, and like pumping up the chorus a bit more. But it's, I, I usually only allow like one other person with me. Otherwise, I'm not focused <laughs> and I get frustrated. <laughs> too much distraction, yeah. too, too yeah. many people there. Yeah. Absolutely. No, I'll be, uh, if you want to come sit in the studio while I'm doing drum tracks, you're more than welcome, but you're going to sit outside the booth and keep your mouth shut. Yeah. I'm never going through that again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. It, it's one thing to give, if, if you know what you're saying and you know what you're doing, it's one thing to give your opinion. But to walk in on somebody doing tracks, like, I, I, I think I would be on Alan's side there. I'd be like, what the fuck you doing in here? Get out of here. You know, like, before I shove these drumsticks somewhere. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. I think I, I have actually recorded in a booth and somebody was in my face and yelling at me before. I was in a band back when in New York City and I was like 18, 19 years old. And we were on a, um, a contract, so we were signed. And the producer kept coming into the booth and yelling at me. Um, and that was not fun. I mean, in retrospect, I'm glad everything fell through for that band and everything at the same time but i was heartbroken when it did fall through like the label basically just got eaten by mm -hmm. the label over it um so yeah i wanted to fight that producer i really really did it's just that in my contract it says i wasn't allowed to punch anyone in my team who, who <laughs> makes you sign that contract that says you can't punch people it was a really shitty contract i'm gonna say that uh because all of the music that we wrote, and I'm actually taking, I actually learned that I'm taking some of the melodies and some of the lyrics are actually still mine. I can't, they can't own that. They just yeah. own the recording. Yeah. Uh, so I can still use like some of the melody, just like change it up. So it's not the same thing. And it's just sitting in a, in a warehouse somewhere <laughs> in like Jersey <laughs> and uh, not being used because we didn't, get rights to our music 
it was just it's just gone everybody's yeah. up to the studio fights musicians yeah, they... fight see you, you guys need to go back in studio bring that guy back with alan and live stream everything taryn <laughs> we want to see it happening see version one everybody's waiting for this guys this is gold gold we do a pay-per-view i mean it'll like be like a 30 second pay-per-view but we'll do it I mean, that'll be our first content that we, when we do Patreon, that'll be the first amount of content, just oh. us fighting. There you go. <laughs> Studio fights. That, that's freaky uh, things. Freaky <laughs> things has it. Studio fight, musician combat. Fight. See? We have a whole video game, guys. Come on. Could you, could you imagine it, though? Just imagine it. Video yeah. game with Alan coming out with his drumsticks to fight. <laughs> it, was, it was very... Uh... Very stressful, mm -hmm. uh, and and Taryn's right. I had told her I was. I, if he would have stayed, I wasn't going to stay. I wasn't yeah. going to deal with his ass any longer. Period. Yeah. Well, you yeah. can't deal with somebody like that. You can't, you know. And like you said, Taryn, like who are you going to keep? Yeah, the guy that's been there or the new guy, you know? Yeah. Dramality. <laughs> yeah, we try and stay away from drama as much as possible and uh, um, just like keep our mouth shut. And I was trying to just keep everything copathetic and uh, deal with, you know, people being stressed and all that. And uh, thankfully, he just decided to bow out. He said it wasn't. Um, he he basically said his talent wasn't matching up with what we we needed. Well, that was because we called him out for three weeks straight because he kept playing the same song three different ways. He couldn't remember yeah. the damn chords. Yeah. There's a song that we haven't released yet. It's called So-Called Love. And I was like, this song was written before you got into the band. It The drive of it is what makes the song because it, it has a certain drive and it tells a story. And if you're not playing it correctly, then there's the drive doesn't happen. The story you don't have is lost. The feel exactly. Yeah. Script thirteen and, says that's how bands break up. It's like marriage gone bad. Actually. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. I always feel like we kind of just need like therapy sessions every once in a while. <laughs> is that the next thing I have to open? Nixon's therapy sessions. That way I, I bring bands in and kind of like diffuse the situation. Yeah. And they're there, guys. They're there. Well, I think the the good thing now is the group of guys that are with. Well, I, I'm not the guy, but I'm one of the guys. Uh, the people that we have now, I feel like the personalities match up. Um, there is no drama. Um, I can say something and no one just thinks that I'm a bitch for saying it. Um, because there's a difference between being a bitch and being direct. And sometimes when you're talking, um, no offense to Alan, sometimes when you're talking to some men, they just think you're being a bitch and I'm not, I'm just trying to tell you how I feel. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, I'm all for it. Tell me, don't make me guess. What's up, Jam Steak? Cause I'm going to guess it wrong. Tell me straight out. We can fix it. Yeah, I mean, now, what, I mean, what, you can't be sensitive when you're in your, in the music industry. You gotta, right. you gotta have a bit of a backbone, and you gotta be ready to, you know. Some days, that's what I used to tell my my, the guy I was in a band with. You know, some days you're gonna message me, and it's gonna be a bad day. Yeah, 
And if you keep pushing me and pushing me to record, it's going to be a bad day for you. Yeah. You know, like I try to tell you I'm having a bad day, but if you keep pushing, we're both going to have a bad day. Um, yeah. Promise. Exactly. <laughs> promise. For example, last night, Taryn does, does very well at keeping us on track for the most keeping part. Keeping the ADHD boys on track, yes. <laughs> but sometimes we just go off the rails and it's two of us. Me and one of the other guitarists will start and the other two will fall in and then Taryn's got to get us wrangled back to where we need to be. She's got to use but, that mommy more, my, that mommy voice. Boys, boys, come on now. Mechanic <laughs> so, A say some people can't take criticism. That's what I found. If you don't want to learn, then hit the road. Yeah. Exactly. What's up, exactly. Danny? Hello. There's a running joke that I just need to bring out, like a whip or a flogger, and get everybody in line that way. <laughs> They'll enjoy that. God, you keep promising that, but I haven't seen it yet. Exactly. They'll enjoy it too much, girl. It's, yeah. No, no. They'll be. They'll do it on purpose now to be like, you know, extra. So you're like, do I have to take out the whip? Oh Please. no! Don't whip me! Oh no! <laughs> I'm telling you, that's what's gonna happen. Me first. Me first. <laughs> Oh, cat o nine tails hit more than once, one at once. See, Danny's yeah. got the hit all with the I power. Don't the, I don't have the nine tails. I have the flogger. So with the power the of Lilith, <laughs> hit all of them. <laughs> What's the best piece of advice another musician gave you? What What's the best piece that someone else gave me? Yeah, another musician. Um. So one of the first guys that I've worked with way back in the day um, told me that I'm way too hard on myself, which I still am. I'm a perfectionist. Um, and there is there's always room for improvement. At the time, you know, I was like 16. And now I'm 36. Um, so that's it's been a while. Uh, and he basically just said, you, you're too hard on yourself. If you don't like your voice because you've been singing it for 15, 20, 30 times now, how many ever times it took, took you to get to this point? Um, I like your voice and someone else out there likes your voice. Uh, you don't like it because you've been listening to yourself so much. Uh, just let go and relax and you will find your audience. Your audience is there for you uh, and they will love you. And if people don't like you, that sucks. You know, it sucks for them. Um, you will have haters, but just relax. Be yourself. And your audience will follow. So, um, yeah. <laughs> um, it's a lot. It's really hard to take that as a vocalist because you're sitting there going, I didn't get that note right. I didn't get that note right. Again, computers can help with that stuff. But... It, it's really hard to sit there and like beat yourself up. Like I could have done something different there and I didn't. <laughs> sorry. I'm trying to help him with his videos and he's telling me no go away. So I'm Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> my kids help me to go away too. <laughs> it's okay. He went away. He told me no go away and walked away from me. It's okay. <laughs> For me, the, uh, it was just, I was really critical about everything that I was doing from, from stick grip to foot position to 
it was just, I was really going through a lot of overthinking and the overthinking in the context of a three minute song, which yeah. was not a good thing. Yeah. And I had a drummer friend of mine come to me and he just said, man, you need to lighten up. Just have fun. It'll come to you. And Basically the same advice. <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. And, but he was pretty chill about it. He was just like, man, just have fun with it. And here I am now backing one of the greatest voices in the area. She is pretty incredible, right? She, she is. is. Jamsteak said, who's getting whipped? Me, by God. And anger over those said, Jamsteak, hopefully all of us. Uh, I, I just put a click track in the background, and I'll just go to the click track. There you go. One, two, we're, three, four. We're planning, guys, two, so three, everybody meet up in North Carolina, and we'll we'll get that settled for you with, with Karen. She can whip you guys into shape. <laughs> image of the seat said I need to take that advice too it's been holding me back on shooting my underwear ads oh. <laughs> yeah, whatever, whatever you want to do I mean there will always be someone that judges you um, but you if you really really want it uh, you can just keep Keep doing it. I haven't met a singer that thought their own voice was good. Oh, yeah. Sometimes I think I sound great. And then I'll hear it played back. And I'm like, mm, who is that woman? I don't know. <laughs> yes, I agree to that too. And it's because when you hear yourself singing, when you're singing, you're in your head, right? You, you, mm -hmm. you hear your voice, but through the inside, it's weird. And then when same thing with my speaking voice, I'm speaking right now to you guys and I'm fine. And then I listen to the podcast and I'm like, Whoa. Yeah, is that my voice? On the band string. Is that my voice? Whoa, yeah. Sounds weird. But it's the same thing when we sing. It's just we got to get out of our heads. And obviously, a lot of people love your voice. So, I mean, keep hating your own voice. We'll keep loving it. it I appreciate that. It helps me sleep at night. <laughs> Danny says, in the, more, in the moment, I love it. Hearing the back, it's trash. 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 I'm trash. It's trash, and I'm never doing that again. <laughs> mm -hmm. Exactly. And then the next I, day we wake up, and we're like, okay, let's try it again. Yeah. Actually, I have a TikTok. Uh, if you don't uh, follow us on TikTok already, you should. Uh, that's the place where I typically post things first, um, especially when it comes to music. So you just go follow our TikTok, and you can see basically just my face. Yeah. It's a little rising official, I think, on there. Um, and it's a lot of me in my face because I'm the one that runs social media. So if you like looking at my face, then <laughs> that's right. We're saying, oh, no, we suck. We suck. But the audio engineer says, fuck, yeah, it rocks. Yeah. Uh, Matt is to, to, to if if to whoever doesn't know, Matt is my audio engineer on the Nixus podcast. He's oh, the cool. one that makes all the interviews sound uh, professional and balanced so I don't feel like I'm screaming and you guys are all talking very low so he balances everything out he's the wizard always good to have absolutely I couldn't do anything I do without these guys couldn't do it I really couldn't do it Amy took over the podcast with me um, she's doing her own interviews now Britt schedules everybody Matt makes us sound good these people saved my life. And now we have the magazine. 
I mean, I, they, they're the ones that helped me so I could keep running everything so I can keep, they, they kick my ass daily. Uh, Matt always makes sure that I'm okay, that uh, I'm mentally doing well. Yeah. And it's anger overdose as a cheerleader. <laughs> yeah, I see him a lot in the Discord, you know. So I don't, I'm not really active on any Discords. Uh, I try to be, but I, I mainly just like lurk and read messages. <laughs> Ours is a complete shit show. So if y'all join, just be ready. Every day we do something different. Today we were baking. Um, Anger was that. talking about baking cakes, and I thought we were baking ourselves. So I put up a meme about smoking weed, but yeah. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I didn't understand the assignment. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> cool. On that note, we are sponsored. We're endorsed, actually, by um, Smokecraft Blackcraft, which is really funny because I don't really smoke. <laughs> um, I have like a gummy every once in a while, uh, but I like the company. I like Blackcraft. I'm wearing the Blackcraft stuff, um, so I'm hoping that one day I'll also be endorsed by Blackcraft itself. Um, so I hang out in that discord a little bit, trying to, you know, yeah. push our name out there. <laughs> Absolutely. You do what you gotta do. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Anger said, I don't smoke. I smoke. <laughs> hey, six cars. JT's in the house. Rarely active on the discord server. Yeah. Yeah. You guys have to start talking a little bit more. We miss y'all. Danny says, I love black craft. So. Yeah, you too. It's uh, one of my favorite um, brands that I wear. If anybody ever wants to know, Blackcraft and Killstar are both the ones that I wear constantly. <laughs> Blackcraft and, and Taren, is epic. Taryn is also our wardrobe advisor. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's good to know. Easy. Just wear all black and look cool. That's the same thing I've been saying. <laughs> like I can do one or the other. I can't do both, all right? <laughs> that's, that's the easiest way. Just make sure everything's black. It mm -hmm. coordinates with everything that you could start doing neon makeup and nails. If you, you know, it's so much easier to accessorize with the all black. No, the last time I painted my nails for a show, I got a speeding ticket. So oh. well, I'm not doing that again. Oh no. <laughs> you think they actually correlated with the other, but like no one saw your nails and then pulled you over. No, but they were painted. <laughs> <laughs> you think you got the ticket be because your nails are painted? No. Was the cop being mean it to was... you? <laughs> <laughs> or were you speeding and you deserved the ticket? <laughs> no, let, let's let's just let's just blame the nail polish. You know, I mean, his question to me was, "Do you know how fast you know the speed limit in this town?" I said, "Got to tell you, I don't." He said, "How fast were you going?" I said. Probably 68, 70. He said it's 45. I said, oh, hell, here we go. Oh, oops. <laughs> the, the best, the, the, how fast were you going? I don't know. You tell me. You're the one there's that these, clocked me. Yeah, there's these roads um, from Cross to Gastonia, like getting back onto the highway. Uh, they suck for cops because the cop will just be like hiding in the bushes and just like jump out of you. So I'm always like super aware of where their hiding spots are and just like, I know I'm supposed to go 55 here. I'm supposed to go 45 here and then it goes to 35. So 
They can't get me. <laughs> I jumped so fast. That I, I, I just moved here, like I was telling you guys, a year and a half yeah. ago. So I'm driving around, and I'm like, first of all, I'm used to kilometers, not miles. Mm -hmm. So I yeah. swear at my GPS every day. In one mile, how many kilometers? Stop. No, <laughs> no more miles. Kilometers, please. And then while your limits go like 25, 35, 45, 35, 45... I haven't moved. I'm still on the same road, and I'm like, you're making me slow down and go faster and slow down. You're doing, they're doing it on purpose. They're trying to get me to give me a ticket. Exactly. <laughs> well, it's it's more of a, speedland is more of a, a suggestion as it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. And this is why I can't be a passenger with Alan, so... <laughs> I'm already a nervous passenger and I'm just sitting there looking at a speed like stop it <laughs> freaky things got it right See, I was going fast officer I needed I need to, to drive, drive my hand mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah uh, this was like a 70 year old part time cop and his last name was Christmas oh <laughs> yeah this guy dressed in black with painted fingernails and stuff he was having a great day I'm sure that video, I'm sure that body cam got a lot of laughs later on. Yeah. I mean, at least you didn't have the full face makeup on like Kiss. Yeah. No. No. <laughs> We're not doing that. No. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> so we will have, we will have masks. Well, I, I technically won't have a mask over my face. We will have masks for one of our next music videos though. Very cool. So you guys have shows coming up soon, right? Yeah. Um, not soon enough, <laughs> in my opinion. Uh, but our next show, actually, Alan, you you take that one. I think there's only one other one I have to talk about. We have uh, coming up August fourth. We will be in uh, Winchester, West Virginia, with Eden on Fire, and I'm waiting to hear from the two other bands that will be on that bill there. August fifth, we'll be in Erie, Pennsylvania at Basement Transmissions with Eden on Fire and a couple Very other nice. bands. <clears throat> That's August. September the 9th, we will be at the Skylark Social Club in Charlotte. It is our first run back into Charlotte this year. Uh, That's September, October 7th, is it? Taryn, I think. We're back, yeah, October 7th. We're back yeah. in Erie, Pennsylvania for an all-day festival featuring all female fronted bands nice. all female vendors just the whole thing we're looking forward to that one uh, that's october november 19th Is well you skipped over october we actually are going to be in east we're going to be at tommy's pub for eastway holiday right that'll be our second time doing that one except this time we get to electric that one's on october 22nd 22nd and, yeah, and then November 19th, we'll be uh, headlining at the Rooster in Gastonia for the third Women of Rock. Uh, several uh, great bands on that one with us as well. We're looking forward to uh, experiencing them for the first time and sharing the stage with them. Well, we'll be catching some now. I saw September would be the first one that would be close enough for me, so... We'll try to see if we can make September. If not, I'm going to make Women of Rock because that's it's a good one. It's uh, I saw the lineup from the last one that they had, and 
it's always good bands. Yeah, I'm hoping that next year I can talk Michael into letting me curate like an entire event similar to what the I think the fest is going to be up in Pennsylvania. But I've had this in the back of my mind for like a long time. I'm a coordinator for like a market. So um, there's a maker's market, Charlotte. I'll just plug them <laughs> uh, here in Charlotte. And it's all woman run, um, BIPOC and all that. And um, I want to coordinate vendors. So woman owned businesses uh, doing like a vendor thing all day and then going into the women of rock at night, maybe even opening up like some acoustic sets so they can go during the day. So you have something to do in between your shopping. That'd be so I'm really trying cool. to, I would really love to like curate that whole event, get some really badass women to together. I mean, for bands anyways, you got plenty of them around here as I'm yeah. discovering. Uh, business owned, I mean, there's a lot of them. Um, it's it's, it's a really good idea. I think you should go ahead and for sure. <laughs> Aim says, uh, I, need the, I need a jet. I'm missing all these events. It's, it's so hard to have her across the pond. Like, it's, it's true. We can't, you know. Is she in Canada? She's in the UK. Oh, you know, UK. She could always, always book us a tour over there if she wanted to see us. There you go, Ames. Book them a tour. Yeah. We have a, um, his name is Michael, and he does like a, um, a whole pod, not podcast, um, like Spotify playlist. Yep. And he's in Germany. I'm like, I'm like, yeah, whenever I can get the money to go to Germany, I'll totally go there. Right. Well, see, that's where you'll need another drummer if we get that close. Oh, yeah. You can't go to Germany. Austria is too close, and I think Austria is the most beautiful country in the world. I'm not coming back. Oh. <laughs> we'll have to replace you to come back to the United States. It's going to okay. move there. I'm not I'm coming done. back. You can leave me there. You guys can find a new drummer. I'm good. <laughs> Do it remotely. Just we'll put a big screen TV behind the band, and you can yeah. just drum from where you are. How about that? So I don't if I have to find an, if I have to find another bandmate anytime soon, I am gonna just I don't know throw myself into the ocean. <laughs> I'm so tired of like getting to know new people. And it's, uh, it's hard, have, right? Because you well, build really the chemistry, been, and then we've yeah. really been through it the past three years. Yeah, we, we really have. It's, it's hard gaining to... the momentum, getting started. Yeah, having all this momentum and all of a sudden you just have to shut it down. I mean, it's mm -hmm. yeah. It's, for those that rough. didn't know, when Thomas left, we were just about like done mixing the song "Wrath." So "Wrath" was actually supposed to be the next song, and it was supposed to come out like the end of March. And I was super excited. We just found our new bassist, who's now a guitarist now. But I had this like huge sigh of relief, like everything's going to go into place. Thomas was doing all this work and then um, he had some medical issues and he decided to back out, um, which, you know, I, I hate that. And it threw us for a curve. And then we had to cancel a bunch of shows. We had like a full calendar for this year. And um, then I'm just going to sit there at home, just watching other people be on stage. <laughs> um, and I was too depressed to go out. And then we finally found um, the guys that we're with right now. And uh, I I almost don't want to do the sigh of relief. I just want to, like, maybe it needs to sit. Fingers crossed for you guys. Fingers crossed. Fingers that crossed. It just, 
no more of this bullshit. Um, but I, I love everybody that we're working with right now. And over the next few days, you're actually going to see me introduce, well, I'm not technically, yeah, it's me. Social media, if you're seeing it, it's from me. Um, but so I'm going to put the pictures up. I've already scheduled Alan's um, to go up. So it's going to reintroduce Alan and then me. And then you're going to introduce to the guitarist that joined before everything went to shit. Then the guitarist that joined after. Everything and then went the bassist that joined. <laughs> <laughs> so Abe said, yes, I can nominate the BBC over here too. Yeah, that's awesome. Nixus Festival, Festival. goes UK. <laughs> uh, that's, totally that's, do it. That's another one of my crazy, crazy plans at one point is to actually try to build one of those crazy festivals that they all have here. Um, it won't be now. I, I am ahead of myself. I've only been doing yeah. this for six months. Um, I mean, we're happy at where we are. We're growing very quick, very fast, but I don't want to burn the steps of, you know, the, the I'm still learning. Yeah. I still have a lot of things to learn before I can actually... Uh, but yes, it's itching at me to have our very own Nixus Festival. So maybe, maybe, maybe in a year or two, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. Uh, well, see. We don't want to take on something like that and then it like falls through. We actually had a person locally that they were like gaining momentum and then they tried to put on a festival and it, uh, it obviously had to fall through because I guess like money or something was happening with it. So well, you, you got to get money, yeah. security. Uh, you mm -hmm. need to think that people could get hurt. You need insurance. You need the stage. Yep. You need the, the. There's a lot of stuff that you have to think about. I might have a little party in the backyard here, big backyard, and you know, uh, just you know, maybe invite a few bands to play acoustic, and we can have a hangout. But for the festival, they'll have to wait <laughs> four years. Six cars available for sure, for sure. Yeah. Um, I love, I love JT. I love his music. Uh, the message behind the songs are amazing. It's awful. How would you guys define success as an artist individually? Um, well, in my head, I'm already successful. Uh, I'm doing what I I love. Um, I'm keeping my head above water. Uh, it's probably about like right here. <laughs> but either way, I'm doing um, what I love. Keep uh, kicking your legs. Keep the water yeah. there. Keep yeah, kicking. just treading water. That's it. Uh, and I mean, I have the things that I need and almost everything that I want. Um, we have the bands. I have, you know, my husband. I have my kid. It's not in any particular order. I have my job. I have a house. I have a roof over my head. In my head, I'm successful. There's always goals. And then, yes. um, but I'm meeting those goals as long as i feel like i'm meeting those goals then i'm i'm good um obviously the hope is that by this time next year we're playing maybe bigger venues or bigger festivals uh i feel like after these next three songs it's going to introduce us to a lot more people than what we've currently been introduced to so i feel like next year should be crazy for us and we should be crazy busy um but as long as I'm making music and I'm not backing down from that dream and that hope, uh, then I feel like I'm su I'm successful. <laughs> Absolutely. I couldn't have I couldn't have said it any better myself. I mean, it's you know, 
I'm having the time of my life playing music with Taryn, creating music with Taryn and the other guys. It's it feels really good now with with these other with these three guys and myself. Uh, it just feels different. So it's a lot better and it's a lot more fun for me. Uh, not that it wasn't fun before, but now it's 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 different. And uh, yeah, I would say with, with what Taryn said, I would agree. I consider myself successful right now, uh, doing what I what I enjoy doing and and hoping to introduce her voice to so many more people. Well, let's let's introduce her voice and your drums and the music again. Let's take a little breather and listen to Void of Us. Thank you. 
That was beautiful. That that uh, see, you, you said it was too long when we before we came on, you know, because it's not the regular metal, the regular, but it's, it was so beautiful. It was uh, uh, for the people that are not maybe not you know that don't know the the, the spell cutting chord ceremony. There uh, mm-hmm. has a lot of meaning. Has a lot of. Uh, uh, related to the song yeah um so the the void of us was written um at one point it was more like a lamenting kind of very emo sounding song where i was like i want you back that kind of thing um but i went back and rewrote the lyrics because i no longer identified with that feeling anymore i identified more with the part at the end where it says surpassing you on the other end deceased in our final kiss that part um because i was no longer in that feeling anymore i was very much ready to let this person completely go out of my life and um i filmed the cord cutting (laughs) and uh even though this relationship had been like long since gone there was still this like heaviness when you think about someone and i really wanted to it's a bit performative in the fact that I filmed it for the video, but when I woke up the next day, I didn't have that weight anymore in my head and on my heart. It felt very light. Um, you know how you have an ex where you, even if they've been around, like they haven't been around for years, you still think about them. It it was one of those things like I was ready to completely cut that cord. Yeah. And um, that well, was even, part of it. Even if you filmed it just for the video, I mean, yeah. you filmed it with your intentions, right? Uh, yeah. yeah. Anybody that's in the Wicca pagan world, uh, we all mm-hmm. know how intentions are important. It's 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 everything. Yeah. Um, so and that you- one was that one was really important for me to finish and get out. Um, and I'm hoping people like it, <laughs> love it. You know. I mean. I love this. This is a fire video and song. Absolutely gorgeous track. Jamsteak, very nice. Your voice is amazing. And Matt, 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 Matt is a, an engineer. He he produces music, right? So yeah, you're not an ass. You have your opinion, and music is all about that. And as long as it's said like you know, constructive criticism and stuff like that, an opinion is always welcome. Uh, he said, love the vocals, but need a hook. 
I feel like the the hook really was the the you know what was the chorus, <laughs> and then I changed the chorus at the end um, to "Void of Us" instead of anything to do with that person. So I, I like it. I like that it's broken down like that. There's not too much music. There's not too much. It's your voice. It's your your very show. You're showcasing like your voice. Your it's, it's a good song to it's a good song to play to also understand. Uh, yeah. who you are as a singer and you know uh, obviously it has a, a deep message to that song I mean, just mm -hmm. when I saw the two candles at the beginning I was like oh oh I know what she's doing <laughs> oh I know what she's doing <laughs> to whoever's not familiar it's just to get rid of that connection that you have mm -hmm. with a person it could be a significant other it could be a parent it could be anybody yeah, could be a friend. That, that, <laughs> that remaining energy that you could feel always with you from that person. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. If done right and done with the right intentions, it could help you deliberate yourself. Um, yeah. And that song was very much about cutting the cord for me. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> uh, I can't ever get the flow of the chorus out of my head, beautiful. Yeah. So it, it, it's, it's, you weren't sure if we should play the song, but you have a very beautiful reaction to that song. Yeah. Uh, I think uh, when we started writing like the little melody behind it, um, one of the inspiration was Sleeping Sun by Nightwish. And obviously that one moves a little bit differently, but we just were kind of thinking about um, how a lot of Nightwish songs kind of don't, have a particular uh you don't actually know where they're going they they, they flow in and out yeah. um, so that was kind of where we were in that one because like progressive stuff sometimes flows different than other things do and i was keeping in that same element of i kind of want to drop them off at the end over here but keep them in the flow and <laughs> Uh, hopefully make, I actually do want to make a couple people cry, you know, that'd be great. <laughs> it's, it's very powerful. It's very powerful. Like, like I said, when you want, when you know the significance of the spell cutting, when you see mm -hmm. that cord break at the end there yeah, and burn on both sides, it's, it's kind of relief. I was relieved for you. I was like, oh, is the cord going to snap? You know, is it going to burn properly? Because sometimes I'm telling you guys, sometimes those cords do not want to let go. Yeah. Um, that energy is there. <laughs> you have to do through a lot to let that energy go. Um, yeah, but... If you go through the video, there's lots of me in the background, like coaching the candle, like, go, go, go. <laughs> <laughs> if, if we get to see the behind the scenes, we'll see Taryn talking to her candle. Come on. <laughs> you can do it. Just break. I mean, can if you've ever done a cord cutting ritual, it takes forever. You have to sit there. You have to watch the flame. Um, there's actually portions of it where the, the tarot card that represents the guy uh, had to be pulled out of frame because it was about to get burned. <laughs> yep. um, is it like flopped over and we're just, just trying to manage fire over here. Do not leave your candles unsupervised. <laughs> no, never leave your candles on, especially not when doing stuff like that. Uh, no. I know I know some people don't believe and I, I'm a believer. I, I, I live by pagan rules i mean that is my life um, yeah but sometimes that should get explosive i've seen some of them that literally like oh and yeah. the fires everywhere i mean it gets crazy 
Abe says chokes me right up, and yes, easy with the candles. <laughs> now you you did uh, that song. You did have a couple people that uh, admitted that it uh, made them shed tears. Yeah, I've gotten uh, mesmerizing, um, haunting. Uh, the guy, uh, yeah, the guy from the, the Fourth Watch when he was doing his thing on Twitch. He says, I shouldn't watch songs like this because it just, like, sucks me in. And uh, he's like, that was beautiful. I want to cry now. And I'm like, that's good. <laughs> it, 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 it is a powerful song, you know. Um, all right, Freaky Things. Thanks for hanging out. You take Thank care you. of yourself. Uh, Crypt 13 says the, the delivery is so pure it sells it. Uh, it is. You. And it's a simple video. You then try to do too much with it. Um, yeah. That was the video that was made to help cheer me up when things were going to shit. <laughs> well, it's you and you portray the, you know what I mean? Like you, you mm -hmm. could feel it. Every word you're singing, you could feel them. So yes, it's very, I'm glad we played it. See, I'm, I'm very glad we played it. Well, we're running towards the end of the interview. I don't want to keep you guys on too, too long. Mm -hmm. uh, I just have a few fun questions to finish the interview with and the Nixus question at the end. Um, so let's see. A curse is placed on you guys. For the rest of your life, you can only listen to one song. Sorry. I'm like the villain tonight in Disney movies. <laughs> one song only for the rest of your life. What are we doing? Unchained by Van Halen. Ah, there you go. That was a fast answer. Why that one? <laughs> that, to me, that, that it's in the same category as Cashmere. It's in the same category as Fury Elise. It's just one of those songs that exemplifies the band that, that recorded it and plays it. The, the, everything about it. Good one. I think I, I blanked on a song name. Uh, maybe <laughs> Alan can help me. Uh, Break stuff by Limp Biscuit. No, absolutely <laughs> not. <laughs> um, so it's a. I forgot the name of it now. Let's oh, see. Let's see if we can help. Poet in the Pendulum by Nightwish. Yeah. Very beautiful yeah. song, too. Uh, Jamsteak says beautiful stuff, folks. Uh, Alan, Alan keep, and the guys keep playing it in, during break stuff. They keep playing it during <laughs> practice. <laughs> just one of those days. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Sometimes you just want to break stuff. I mean, he's completely right. Completely yeah. right. If you could build your own tour lineup, dead or alive, doesn't have to be a live artist, dead or alive, who would you have playing with you? It could be indie bands or it could be mainstream bands. It could be legends that have passed anybody. Are we on the bill as well? Of course. Lilith Rising <laughs> is on the bill. <clears throat> okay. Let's see. Lilith Rising. Oh, do you already know the answer to one of them? Uh, that would be Van Halen. That would be Porcupine Tree. That would be Iron Maiden. And that would be Rush. Ooh, very nice. We're including Rush. Nice. Um, oh, oh, can I add one more? Yes. Yeah. Therion. Therion. There we go. God, I can't believe I forgot about them. <laughs> Anger says nice. It seems like a lot of bands for one tour, though. Don't you usually have, like, four bands? Oh, no, we're doing a festival, baby. There oh, you okay. go. <laughs> Lilith Rising rules. 
Yeah. You guys do what you want. We're only playing stadiums. So I would want to bring some of my friends along with (laughs) me. Um, So, well, band friends. Technically not real life friends, but, you know, music. Uh, So I would really like to play with Storms Within. I'm going to play with them anyways. But I would like to bring another band that's not as well known with us. So Storms Within. Eric and um, the boys, amazing people. They are yeah. amazing people. Um, and then I want to play with Nightwish. I'd like to play with Epica. Ooh, and, okay. Uh, there's another band that I really like that I've been listening to, and I forgot the name now. I think it's Decadent Dust or something um, similar to that. But I've been hearing, I've been playing them a lot. They're in my my playlist that I I put up. It's all like woman fronted bands, and I think I got their name right. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you didn't, we'll just, you know, just share one of their songs later, and we'll go yeah. to the page and see who you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, we're getting close to the end of the episode. So before I ask you guys the next question, do you have anything you want to say to the people listening right now, the people listening later on when I post the episodes to your fans? Uh, so look out for our next song that's coming up. Uh, we will be releasing it in July, but you'll see a lot of promo coming as soon as that mix is done. Uh, we're going to upload it and, uh, I'm hoping that it'll be out by the end of July. It's going to be out by the end of July. Let's just say that. It's called Done With You. Um, And if you're not already subscribed, following, whatever, uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel. We're Loth Rising Official on basically everything. Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. Uh, It's a lot of me. Mm. You're going to see a lot of me. But eventually I'm going to get everybody's stuff, uh, everybody onto the channels too. (laughs) but if you're not subscribed you should because we have done with you wrath will come out after that and then the future comes out after that so it's going to be three months all together of that and then at the end we're going to put together some surprises void of us actually becomes something a little bit different we're going to release that at the end of the year so you don't want to miss it i promise plenty plenty of surprises make sure you follow them so you don't miss anything maybe we'll get to see alan with his black nail polish again one day never yeah. know never know never know never know come to a show and find out exactly yeah. <laughs> make sure you follow them go to the shows get some merch 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 guys i say it at every episode yeah you yeah, get lots of merch. merch it helps the band a lot don't stop streaming the music streams also help but merch helps a lot go see the shows i mean go talk to the bands i'm sure you guys love to see your fans after the show and talk mm-hmm. to them and you know but uh make sure that you follow them at least and add them to your playlist fans love to yeah. see that because they can see it when you guys add spotify, spotify, yep. playlist on spotify <laughs> they can see it it's always fun to wake up and see oh i got added to another playlist yeah it's awesome so we are at the end of the show where i hit you with the nixus question oh death pigeon what's up <laughs> I ask this question at every episode. It's the last question of the show. Um, it's very meaningful. Sometimes it hits hard. Sometimes it turns into a big joke. So I've had answers from quit drinking, drink more, and you're all going to be okay. 
if you had a chance to sit with little Alan or little Taryn, what would you tell yourself? <laughs> For me, um, take it a little more seriously than I do. Uh, don't. I was on an extended break from drums when I first got into them and first got into bands and was was uh, pretty much disillusioned because the, the guys that I was playing with didn't really want to do anything except jam on weekends. So I got pissed, sold my kit, and focused on my career. It wasn't until decades later that I started doing it again. Uh, but all things happen for a reason. So Exactly. Just you know I would tell myself, be get ready get ready for what you've got coming in your in later on in life because you're gonna have a hell of a good time. Absolutely. Uh so if I was to tell little Taryn anything, it was um it's a cliche, but it gets better. I would just tell her over and over again, this is not, <laughs> it gets better. Um, so things may seem hard right now, but you'll, you'll feel much better that you stayed and you lived. So. Absolutely. And, yeah. uh, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Jam Steak said, I thought he said, sold my kids. No, sold, sold his kid. <laughs> Anger over Five those Bitcoin. Five Bitcoin. Five Bitcoin. <laughs> well, that's in Microsoft. <laughs> we're, we're glad you're here too, Taryn, uh, which is another important thing for us here at the Nixus podcast is mental health. Yeah. Uh, so before we finish off, I'm going to also tell you guys that if you ever need to talk to somebody, there's lines out there. There's people that you could talk to. It's anonymous. You don't have to say who you are. You just tell them your problems and they'll listen. Hell, mm -hmm. I offer it at every episode too. You guys need to talk to somebody. You need to vent. You need anything. I'm always one message away. Um, Ames the same. Uh, Britt, Matt, Manda, the whole team is there. Um, yeah. I know my guys are there too. Six scars, Death Pigeon. I mean, I can shout out a whole gang right here. Um, but <laughs> mental health is very important. I'm um, also here to send you memes if you want to. If you need me to, I'm, I'm, I'm a good sounding board because I've been through it. And yeah. uh, at the very least, I can help distract you from there you go. what's going on. So. Send those memes in the Discord server, girl. We have a whole thing that says memes. Like, you could just flood us with memes every day. Yeah. I know? did when I first joined, and now I'm just like, yeah. <laughs> We don't bite uh, unless you ask. If you ask, anger will bite. Um, but most okay. of us don't bite. We don't have rabies. Uh, he's the only <laughs> zombie man, I think. We have a death pigeon, but you know, you just kind of dance around it, just yeah, poke at it a little bit. But yeah. <laughs> but seriously, guys, it was awesome to have you on. Um, I was very excited to have you guys here. Ames was excited too when you guys accepted the. Uh, 
the interview. We're funny because we talk to each other and we tell each other, yeah, they said yes. And we're like, yes. And we do a little <laughs> dance. And so <laughs> it's very exciting to us every time somebody comes up and wants to sit with us and talk. Well, thank you for having us on. Yeah. Uh, it's, it, it really means a lot to us. It was a pleasure. Uh, once the interview is done and edited and uh, posted on social platforms, you guys will receive a little care package uh, with the interview, the video, and a little thank you letter uh, that comes with it. So, awesome. Well, thank you so much for having us on. We really appreciate it. And um, I love to, I'm really excited to keep watching your journey because ever since I, it's already getting a lot bigger since I started, you know, following you guys. So thank you. Thank and just you. Re just yeah. remember, if you're located where you said you were, you're not too far from where we rehearse. Yeah. I will keep I, I will completely come and see one of you guys' rehearsal. You tell me when and I will definitely be there. I'll come and hang yeah. out. But we'll go live on Facebook a little bit and show what you guys do. No, 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 yeah. no, 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 no. <laughs> we're going to bug we're going to bug Alan. Nope, no, no, that's not how you play drums, like this, Alan. You know, you want to know what we're doing? Come to the show and find out. Oh, there you yeah. go. So I can go live and not show you what they're doing, but just bug you guys and be like, "I'm here." <laughs> you and you got to remember, sometimes sticks come out of my hands. Uh oh, I've had that... so many sticks fly at my head. That was a warning towards me, guys. I'm going in there with my helmet. That's it. Helmet and sunglasses. <laughs> I guess I'm going to have to pull an Allen. <laughs> As when I go to the show, I'm just going to walk in like this. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But uh, no, thank you guys. Uh, hold your sticks tight. I'll bring my own sticks and we can have a fight, Allen. Here you go. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. But Sword fighting. Yes. Let's go. <laughs> I'll keep in touch for sure. Uh, I would love to come and see you guys practice one night and see the whole band together. Yeah, that'd be awesome. We'd love to have you. Awesome. So we'll keep in touch. And I mean, that's it, guys. Thank you for being here. Six Scars, Death Pigeon, Jam Steak, Ames, Matt, Britt. Oh, did I forget people? Probably everybody that's been here. Thank you so much, guys. I appreciate you guys so much. You make my journey a blessing completely. So guys, I'll catch you guys soon on another episode of the Nixus podcast. Goodbye, Alan and Taryn. Thank you so much. Goodbye. Thank you. Bye.